Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to mini-sode number 117 on the More Than Fitness Podcast. Today's mini-sode, we're going to talk about four tips to avoid missing workouts when you're too tired. This is a common, uh, I guess you can call it excuse, this is a common excuse that uh, actually, that I've used plenty of times, uh, but also plenty of the people that I work with have tried to figure out ways around this. And then also friends and family. The the, the number one thing they usually say is uh, either I don't have time or and or I'm too tired after work to, to get in workouts uh, or if it's before work, you know, that's, that's also very difficult for people. So what I wanted to do instead of just telling everyone to just simply suck it up and try harder, I wanted to actually give some practical tips to, uh, help you be more consistent and and try to, even whenever you are too tired, kind of, uh, work against that before you can ever give yourself that excuse in the first place. And after I go through these, that'll make a little bit more sense. So let's go ahead and jump right in to the first tip. Um, so the first tip would be go straight from work to the gym. And the main thing here is that you keep momentum, right? Um, because I think that's that's typically what what ends up happening to most people is, they, they've had a long day at work and maybe they've skipped their afternoon snack. And so they're already tired from work. And then they're also a little bit hungry. And then they know the main problem is they still have to go to the gym. Right. And, and th- that combination is, is not the best whenever you're trying to build up the, the motivation and the willpower to get to the gym. If you're tired and hungry, well, that's yeah, again, recipe for disaster. And it's even worse whenever people Let's say they they you do that uh, you have that hunger and your that exhaustion and then you need to go home first before you go to the gym because maybe you need to grab a snack maybe you need to change uh, and then you plan on going to the gym right after that right but the problem is and I'm sure many of you can relate to this is as soon as you get home and if you either one maybe smell something that your significant other has been cooking right? It's you, you walk in the door, you smell something delicious. Uh, it's basically in that moment, you know, okay, I'm probably not going to be going to the gym today because dinner will probably be ready soon. Uh, and I'm starving and I'm tired and I deserve this amazing meal. Right? So I think that's, that's one of the things that can, that can definitely get in a get in the way. And I think the, the other problem that can happen is whenever you go home and you're, you, you bargain with yourself, you say, okay, I'm just going to go home. I'm going to have a snack. I'm going to change. Uh, and then I'll go to the gym in maybe 10 minutes. So you, you walk in the door, you open up the fridge, you don't see anything. So then you just grab like a protein bar or something like that to hold you over. You lay down on your couch for an innocent five to 10 minute scroll of social media. And then you know that as soon as you lay down on that couch, after you eat something and you start scrolling, the the likelihood of you getting up and actually making it to the gym is, you know, eight out of 10 times, you're not going to make it. Uh, so so the, the point here with this first tip is to keep momentum. Objects in motion tend to stay in motion. Uh, so So I would say even if you do decide to go home after work, I would highly recommend you stay on your feet the entire time. Do not 
get comfortable. It's a trap, right? Because <laughs> as soon as you get comfortable, then yeah, again, your your willpower and motivation uh, is 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 basically none. So so don't get comfortable in between work and the gym. If you do have to go home, I understand. Stay on your feet. Keep moving. Um, or better yet, I would say go straight from work to the gym, which brings me to my second tip, which would be make going to the gym as frictionless as possible. And so building off that tip number one, if you want to go to uh, straight from work to the gym, well, you've got, you're going to have to make sure that you have everything prepared ahead of time. And so whenever I say making make going to the gym as frictionless as possible, I mean in in the fewest decisions possible, right? So if you have to if you have to find out, uh, this could be this could be going straight from work to the gym after work, or this could also be in the mornings. If you tend to be one of the crazy people who work out before work, well, then the more decisions that you have to make that keeps you from where you are now and then getting to the gym. The more decisions you have to make is only going to make it that much harder. The more willpower and motivation you're going to have to muster up to make that happen. So when I say make it frictionless, I mean, I want you to lay out everything that you need, every decision that can be quote unquote uh, automated the night before so that you don't have to do any thinking between getting you to where you are and to the gym. That's what I want you to do. So, so laying out all of these things. So, so gym clothes, and that includes socks, compression shorts, sports bra, etc. Right. Men probably don't need the sports bra. Um, good joke. Me. Yes. Uh, gym bag. That would be another one. Water bottle, keys and wallet pre-workout if you take it or coffee pre-prepped so that all you have to do is just uh, do the nice little ritual of your your coffee cocktail that you do uh, and any snack or food needed because that's that's the two main excuses that you think okay I've got a one I've got to figure out what I'm going to wear maybe you have all your gym clothes are dirty or something you're just not prepared so that's going to be like okay well I don't have any clothes to wear so I can't go to the gym today but the other one is um uh, at least after work, if you're hungry or something, then you don't have a snack prepared and you know, then you're going to have to either go through and get something, go through somewhere, or you're going to have to have some snack and it's just, it's not, it's not going to work out again. You can rationalize with yourself all day. Uh, um, but whenever you, you figure out how to make getting to the gym as frictionless as possible and you automate these decisions, well, the, the likelihood of you actually going to the gym only increase. So, so tip number two is make going to the gym as frictionless as possible and be prepared. All right. The third tip is to use quote unquote temptation bundling to make working out more attractive. And so I got this concept from James Clear's book, James Clear's book, uh, Atomic Habits. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and read. So on the video podcast, I'm going to be looking down for a second because I want to read off what he has. But he notes that temptation bundling works by linking an action you want to do with an action you need to do. And so his formula is after current habit, I will habit I need. And then after habit I need, I will habit I want. And if this doesn't make sense, whenever you're just hearing me say it again, I highly recommend you check out the blog post I made, click the link in the description and this will make more sense. Um, but to help you out more, I have using our example of, of what I've just mentioned. So after finishing work, I will go to the gym. And then after going to the gym, 
I will watch my Netflix show guilt-free. So by bundling these temptations together with something that you need to do and something that you want to do, it's only going to make that, uh, that, that, that healthy habit more attractive. Uh, so it's a good way of, of bargaining with yourself. So if I do this, then I can have that. Uh, and, and I think that this, uh, this works great. This is something that I think a lot of us do without even realize that we're, you know, that it has a fancy name like temptation bundling. Um, but Whenever you actually write this out and you you make it uh, clear, then your your likelihood of doing it will go way up. And and so the last note I want to make on this is just make sure that whatever you use for habit you want to do. So in the case where uh, so after going to the gym, I will watch my sh- Netflix show guilt free. Make sure that watch my Netflix show guilt free isn't um, you know. I will enjoy a pizza. I don't want you to make food as the reward because that's whenever you can have a really bad relationship with the food where every time you go work out uh, or do something good, you reward yourself by having food. And so that can be a recipe for disaster. All right. And the very last tip I would say is outsource your motivation, right? So I I may be biased here, um, but the, the most powerful motivator um, that I've found that clients that I've worked with uh, and just for for most people that I know who actually want to take this seriously, the most powerful motivator is to be accountable to someone else. So you need to hire someone, right? And so I, I've, I have had multiple coaches both in, in fitness and in business. And I want to run through the list of, of what I have learned with it uh, that that I think will, will resonate a lot with you. Um, so what I learned from having my own coaches is that I'm okay with letting myself down, but I hate letting them down. So I'll do whatever I need to do, even whenever I don't want to do it, right? Uh, so another one would be they're checking in with me regularly. So if I haven't kept my word, I'm going to look like a lazy piece of shit and feel bad about myself. I know that this is harsh, but it is absolutely true. It's like this, somebody that you hire as a coach is typically someone that, that you respect and that you look up to. And so, uh, you know, you had a promise to them, uh, and, and they had a promise to you. And as long as they held up their end of the bargain, you feel like you need to reciprocate and, and hold up your end of the bargain. Um, and just, you know, keep your word to yourself, but also keep your word to them about this is something that you really want. So you don't waste either of your own time. Um, the, the next one would be just like you've learned from everything that I've just mentioned here. Uh, good coaches can identify problems and solutions that I'm not aware of. Uh, and so, so, and then after they identify those problems and solutions that I may not be aware of, then they hold me accountable in actually following through with them. That's the biggest thing with a coach because, uh, um, yeah, and it's what I have down here. It's like I often know what to do, but the coaches actually make me do it. So it's not the the information uh, necessarily, which which coaches definitely typically have more specific knowledge around something than than you do. Um, but the biggest thing is the accountability, and they actually make you implement what works because that's the biggest thing. Most of you know what you need to do, but you're not actually doing it uh, consistently, right? And so that's what. Hiring someone can 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 definitely help you do. And the last thing would be, I'm always looking for better ways of doing something, but this can prevent me from doing what works long enough to see results in the first place because coaches get me out of my own head and again, focused on what matters. So me 
again, thinking that I know what's best, I'll try a bunch of different things instead of sticking with the thing that I know will probably work for a long enough time. So it's kind of shiny object syndrome. All right. And so that is it. That is my four tips, four tips, four tips to avoid missing workouts when you're tired. Uh, real quick, one, go straight from work to the gym, keep momentum. Tip number two is make going to the gym as frictionless as possible, be prepared. Number three is use temptation bundling to make working out more attractive. And number four is to outsource your motivation. All right, and that is it for mini-sode number 117. Thank you guys, as always, for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness Podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story, tag me at mattmcleod6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I, uh, and get the word out there. Uh, also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, and anything you else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.